all know that hate is bad, that fighting is bad, that conflict is bad, so why don't we just all get along with one another? And I mean, I know it would never happen here at Our Lady of the Angels, but sometimes at other parishes, even Christians have conflict with one another. So why don't we just get all, all get along? In the readings that we hear today, from the Book of Wisdom, it talks about how the godless are terrible to those who are good because it challenges their way of life and they don't want to be challenged by them. It makes them uncomfortable and so they try to find ways to be mean to them. In St. James's letter, he talks about how Christians are envious of one another and have self-ambition amongst themselves. And then in the Gospel, with the apostles themselves, they spend time debating between one another who is the greatest among the twelve. That even among closest of friends, there's this conflict. And maybe even more so than with people that we don't know, we enter into conflict. So why don't we just get along? St. James says in his letter today that we covet things, we covet something that we do not have, and we enter into disputes and to conflict so that we can get it. I think part of the problem is too often what we allow to happen is that we get so focused on what isn't, what we don't have, what isn't as it should be, that we stop being able to see what is and what could be. We're so focused on what isn't and trying to make that right that we forget what is right in front of us and what could be if we dealt with it properly. For example, someone has hurt me by their words or by their action. Something has been taken from me. And so how do I respond to that? I respond by gossiping, because now I can take back control from what they took from me by speaking bad about their name to another person. Or maybe that I feel like I've worked hard all week, that I've done so many things for other people, and so I have earned this drink on a Friday night, and number two, and number three, and number four. And we seek the pleasure to make right that exhaustion that we have from serving and working and helping others. We get so focused on what isn't, what we don't have, what isn't as it should be, that we stop being able to see what is and what could be. So if all of the readings today surround conflict and disputing, why does Jesus bring a child forward as the solution or the answer to this problem that we have of not being able to get along? Well, to me, it was interesting how Mark presents it a little bit differently. Usually when Jesus presents a child as the answer, the way that he speaks is that we should be childlike, that we should be like children, childlike faith. But that's not what St. Mark says today. The words that he puts in Jesus' mouth today is, whoever welcomes a child welcomes me. So what does he mean by welcoming a child? Why is that so significant? Well, think about all the things children don't have. They don't have much experience. They don't have much maturity. They don't have much understanding. 
And if we get focused on everything that children don't have, then that's bad. It's when we lose our patience with them. And we reprimand them, we scold them for everything that they don't have, that they're not doing. And we stop seeing what is right in front of us and what could be. See, children demand a lot from us. They demand a lot of time from us. And if we feel like they're taking too much time, they're asking too many questions, we get impatient and want it to go away. They take a lot of energy from us in needing to teach them and help them grow. And when they won't learn, we get frustrated and we slough them off. Children take away our dignity when they throw a temper tantrum in public. And how do we respond to that? Children seemingly take away our confidence when we don't know how to deal with the problem that's in front of us. And we get anxious and we get frustrated and we push them away. Because we stop being able to see what is right in front of us. What's in front of me? A child who's tired. A child who's frustrated. A child who's anxious. A child who doesn't know what to do. We stop being able to see that, and then we stop being able to see what could be. So now that this child is tired, what can be? Now that this child is frustrated, how can we help them in their frustration? Part of what causes conflict is we get so focused on what isn't. And we try to be the ones to correct and control things so that it becomes what should be which is really just what we want it to be. What we have to be willing to do, what St. James points to, is the wisdom that comes from on high, he says, comes with gentleness, is willing to yield, and is full of mercy. And the mercy of God is acknowledging what is, who is, and helping it become what it could be, helping them become what they could be. I heard a really interesting line today. Somebody said that God breathes longer than we do. What was he getting at? Well, what's one of the simple strategies when we get impatient, frustrated, angry? It's to take deep breaths. Because what, what are we doing when we're getting anxious? We're trying to fix the problem that we see in front of us right now. And by just taking the long breath, we're letting go of the need of making it what it sh we think it should be and allowing it just to be, and then of seeing what could be after that. How much would change if we didn't just not just struggle with children in that way? What if we willingly treated each other that way? So that when we disagreed about something, instead of trying to correct the other person, Instead of trying to be the greatest among a pair of people, we just acknowledged what is. Even if what is, is imperfect and broken and weak, this is who this person is. Now, what could be in our relationship? What is being asked of me in this relationship to make it what it's intended to be? And you could go even further. What if we treated ourselves that way? Instead of being so focused on everything we can't do, everything that we don't do, instead we acknowledged, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. Now, Lord, help me to become 
what I should be. We can't allow ourselves to get focused on everything that isn't. Because when we focus on what isn't, we fall into temptation of needing to make it what we think it should be. Mercy that we experience when we go to confession, God doesn't point out to us everything that we didn't do. We willingly hand that over. And God acknowledges us who we are, son, daughter of God, and then leads us to what he wants us to be. So the challenge for the week, the next time you get impatient, frustrated, whether that's with your children, spouse, co-worker, take a deep breath. Let them be who they are in that moment, even if they are irrational, even if they are wrong. Let them be them. And then acknowledging who they are then, then decide together what could be. How do we move forward? Because Jesus says the only one who can welcome him is the one who welcomes a child, willingly accepts them and everything that they lack and helps them become what they can be.